When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let me bang I do let you bang. Let me bang you, Let you bang. 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 For your favorite mixed martial arts podcast, recording out of Los Angeles, California, it's MMA Roasted with Adam Hunter. Who the fuck is that guy? Who the fuck is that? Uh, why are you, is this to make you thinner? <laughs> you're like, you're like sideways. I don't know what's going on, man. This thing is, it's so messed up. Let me try this way. Hold on. Okay. I don't know why. Like this, it's a stupid little holder thing that isn't working. All right. Ready and action. Hey, everyone, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with uh, Sean McCorkle, who makes me look and feel like young when it comes to tech technology, uh, <laughs> as well as, well as uh, the Ween Dog. What's up, hope dude? Guys, hope you guys are doing well. Um, Hope you have a happy new year, uh, McCorkle. McCorkle, how come when I call you to actually talk, you don't pick up? Like sometimes I just want to just like, sometimes I actually just want to like bullshit with you and you never answer the phone. Because I live in the middle of nowhere where meth heads flow like wine and uh, I don't get phone service. So literally like if I have an emergency, I'm just out of luck if they don't take, uh, if they don't, if I can't call them via messenger, so. That's crazy. Uh, and they can't get it like straightened out? Uh, no, because I had I, I hooked up with this HughesNet like uh, satellite company. They were supposed to send me a satellite phone that worked, you know, all the time in case I have an emergency or something. I still don't have it. I still can't even watch Netflix out there. Like I can't do anything. Like I have virtually no internet service at all. So I usually bring this all the way into. I come all the way back into Indianapolis, like an hour from my house, to do this podcast. So I've got Wi-Fi somewhere. So. Are you wow. serious? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, that's how I, committed I, I am. I'm sorry about that, man. I, uh, uh, that's, that's why I know that's why every now and then I'm a little bit late because I'm like, well, I got stuck in traffic for 45 minutes. That's why I'm late on the podcast. So. There's got to be something you can do. Cable modem's like a thousand megabytes per second and I get 25. That was my last test. So, oh my God. So I, might, I think I'm going to go to DSL next and then dial up after that. Like uh, I'm going to move up down the chain like uh, the oh, Benjamin nice. button of the internet. So, Dude, I would be furious. I I'm, yeah. I'd probably maybe just give up at that point. I'd be like, you know, well, what? what's funny is the lady, the satellite company. Not that this is interesting at all, but uh, the satellite company, uh, they tell me, well, we're giving you faster than we promised. I was like, but you also promised I would have internet. Like it takes me ten minutes to get an email. Like you know, what I mean, like download my email. Like you guys made a lot of promises. You know, I remember you texted me like, how bad was the Wi-Fi? I go, well, so not it's not Don Fry bad, right? But, yeah, <laughs> that's, the, that's the bar. The bar set that low. It's a problem. <laughs> uh, so how was your guys' New Year's? What did you do about Window? What did you do? Man, it kind of sucked, dude. I only got to see like a few of my family members because, you know, my dad bailed. He's with his new family. And then I have, I visited like my liberal sister and her husband. They're like the ones that watch CNN. So they take COVID extremely serious. You have to wear face masks there. You have to wear a hazmat suit. You have to disinfect everything. And just like being in that environment is such a bummer, especially around the holidays when you're sitting there. Like, what are we doing, guys? You have to wear a mask inside and even outside. It just sucks. So I didn't get to see all my family. I didn't really get any cool presents. I got a gift card for like 30 bucks, but I use that on groceries. But that's pretty much it, dude. How was it? Sean, what'd you do? Uh, I actually went to bed, I think, about 1030 that night. That's how boring uh, my life was. Like, I, uh, there's no, I mean, I refuse to wear a mask. Like, I just absolutely refuse. Like, I went to the license branch the other day, and I was in line for an hour and a half outside in the rain. And I got up there and they said, sir, you have to wear a mask. I said, no, nah, I'm good, man. If I can stand out in the rain for an hour and a half, I can come in without a mask. And uh, then she was like, oh, are you willing to accommodate us? I said, how? She goes, will you put a piece of paper in front of your face? And I said, well, I walk around with a piece of paper in front of my face. And she said, yeah. I said, no, I'm not willing to do that. And she goes, well, we can't service you then. And I was like, even though I'm protesting for Black Lives Matter, 
and uh, it was a black girl I sent it to, and she got really confused. So um, it got awkward, so I just left. But uh, yeah. <laughs> God, that line doesn't work when you're dealing with uh, someone who does support Black Lives Matter, I guess. So. But Corkwood, you are you might you really need like your own like curb your enthusiasm. <laughs> I, I swear to God, it's, it's sort of like curb your, you're basically like eastbound and down. Right. Uh, meets <laughs> that's, like, that's a high compliment. Meets like MMA. Ashley I want to at least be Ashley Schaefer if I'm going to be like eastbound and down. Uh, who's Ashley Schaefer? Who's that? Please tell me you know who Ashley Schaefer is, like Will Ferrell on eastbound and down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, that, was the, that was probably my favorite role of Will Ferrell. I've heard nothing but horror stories about Will Ferrell in real life. People I know that work with him say he's like not a nice person. But, really? but, but that role was like, it, it killed me. Uh, so I actually was in Vegas doing comedy all week last week, which was amazing. You know, like, like I did a Zoom show last night. And, and like before that, like going, going from live comedy to Zoom is like having sex without a condom and then getting kicked in the balls. Uh, <laughs> it's just, but it felt so good to make people laugh. And people that are there, like want to laugh. Like they're not gonna get some. Some of the shows were kind of like there were some people that were maybe too drunk or something. Like I did a I did a joke where I go up. Uh, you know, say the average guy burns four hundred calories an hour during sex, which means during sex I burn seven calories. And then I hear that's not a lot. I'm like I I know that was the whole point of the joke. Like if I would say hundred and seventy five calories, you wouldn't laugh because you'd be like, oh, that's what. She's like, oh, okay. And then, then another show, I'm like, anybody have any questions? Somebody goes, yeah, I don't understand. Joke number 147. Like he counted the jokes. I was like, <laughs> so I was like, I was like, what joke was that? He goes, uh, I go, I go, uh, I should know my wife was trouble because the first time I fingered her, I pulled out a red flag. And <laughs> he goes, the red flag one. I go, okay. You know how sometimes like, things are signs of like okay maybe we shouldn't be here or this is gonna be trouble it was like oh it was a red flag well when i fingered her a flag like this is gonna be oh i get it i go for example right now your date it should be a red flag that you didn't get that joke and that like <laughs> i was just dude and so some of the people were not exactly like i don't know maybe they're too drunk or too stoned or something but it was uh it was awesome that was like i was so happy and then it was uh but then it was hard because uh, I got invited to, I've been hanging out, uh, Caraway came to my joke, Brian Caraway. And then the night before I hung out with Pyle and uh, uh, John uh, Gunderson and I got invited to Caraway's party and I got invited to Misha Tate's party uh, on uh, New Year's Eve. Oh, and like, I'm better friends with Caraway, but I'm like, Tate's party is gonna be probably, probably off the hook. So I told my wife and I went to neither party. Uh, well, I stayed home because Caraway literally was like, hey, come to this party. It's at a bar and they don't enforce masks. They're, they're like anti-mask bar. And then my wife said, well, you better wear a mask if you go there. I'm like, I'm not going to be the only one wearing it. <laughs> so then that was that. <laughs> but wait, by the way, Caraway is looking thick, dude. He is looking thick. He's probably about, one, I mean, I would say almost 200. Uh, and he was like a 135 pounder. Yeah. But at the same time, it's only because you've seen him before. Like, if you were to just see Brian Caraway, you wouldn't be like, that guy's fat or chubby. You'd be like, that's right. it. But because you see him, out, you saw how he was at 135. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, he's like, hey, we want to go train together? And I was like, all right. So I'm like, I do. He's like, he goes, I want to teach you some jujitsu moves, right? I'll teach, some, teach you some good stuff. So I have no headgear. And I, and I have cauliflower ear. I had surgery in my ear in college to get rid of my cauliflower ear. It was that bad. And this is before MMA was cool. So I have like plastic in my ear basically. And then I have a fake tooth. I'm getting hit by a car and getting my tooth knocked out. So now I have no headgear and I have no mouth guard, but I'm like, fuck it, let's go, right? Brilliant idea. So I like go there and uh, Caraway showed me some really cool techniques some like really good guard passes and stuff. Then he's like, uh, let's go live, right? And I'm like, all right, we'll go some live. You don't realize how good these MMA, these UFC guys, like when a guy's ranked third in the world at one point, I don't think, like I obviously, like you forget like how badass these people are. Plus, I don't know any submissions. So I was, like, <laughs> I just know, and I was doing wrestling and he was doing jiu-jitsu, but I kept getting in on like a single and I was getting in deep and then my neck was choked. And I'm like, all right, I'm like, I'm not being a hero this time. I'm going to tap. But man, that dude is, uh, I think he, he, he had a fight recently in Russia 
or somewhere where he went over there, a bunch of fighters went and none of them got paid. And he, and he won his fight and he still hasn't got paid from that fight. Like not a dollar. Wow. Um, and I think that was like, uh, so he hasn't fought since then, which sucks because if you look at his record, you know, he beat Aljamain Sterling two fights ago uh, or three fights ago. And, and then he also beat Eddie Wineland. And so he's basically, he's two and two in his last uh, like fights, losing like Cody Stamen. He lost somebody else that was really good. They got knocked out Cody Garbrandt. Um, I, I think he lost Asensio. Yeah, but uh, but he's really good. He's just it's just mental. Like I don't, I think just something he just kind of just broke a little bit. It was MMA and yeah, you know Misha and the whole thing. But uh, I hope he comes back because he's he, he's a he showed me a lot and he was really really cool with it. At the same time, he wasn't gonna let me get in on these doubles and singles. So uh, wow, uh, he is looking for an organization to fight with. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sean, any, any anything you wanna say? Yeah, I was thinking, man, it, uh, I felt the same way. You know, you talk about sparring with Caraway. When I was fighting Mark Hunt for the shorter time that lasted, I was thinking, man, he's way better than me. Like, <laughs> we were thinking about while we were, were fighting, man, he's a lot faster than I am, and he's got better reflexes. And uh, luckily, he doesn't have any submission defense. But, uh, yeah, I was thinking at the time, I was thinking, this dude is no joke, man. Like, like I mean, I'd sparred with uh, Mitch Rione and Tim Silvia and guys like that, but never uh, with anybody that kind of – I don't know, that kind of hand speed accuracy and just when it's live, it's a whole different speed. You know, no matter how yeah. hard you spar live, it's just a whole different speed, man. So, uh, yeah, I remember thinking I was in trouble till I ended up winning. But uh, up until that point, I thought, man, I'm getting my ass kicked this fight. So. No, I mean, Caraway and his friend uh, Pete, who's also a pro fighter, they were, like, giving me high accolades. Like, man, your wrestling is really good. Like, holy shit. Like, I didn't think they'd expect me to get in on get, get on, on singles and doubles. And I wasn't doing jiu-jitsu. I was just doing wrestling. <laughs> it was right. like, I was like, but um, so they he gave me a lot of love, a lot of props, but I just like, you just, you know, like I, I went in for a low single and within four seconds, my neck's out. I'm like, fuck, like, yeah. I'm like, you, you just forget really quickly sometimes, like how he, he's a, he's like, he's a dangerous guy and he's a nice guy. I think he's kind of a misunderstood guy. I know that I gave him a lot of shit with Misha because he was like a fun guy to hate and he's and he did some <laughs> like stupid things, you know, like he said, like when he got the, the, the bonus, when they took it away from somebody and gave it to him because the guy tested positive for weed and he, instead of like being gracious he was like well you shouldn't smoke pot you know he's, he did some stupid things and you know he threatened to knock out ronda rousey's teeth on twitter like shit like that where you're just like oh but when you actually uh hang out with the person he's not uh he he's a he seems like a, he was a really then he was like he's not going to be saying this but then afterwards he was like hey man what are you doing later I'm like, oh, I got, you know, shows like, yeah, well, t- uh, do you want to come over tomorrow? Me and my, my friend, we, we just play board games and it's really cool. We get very competitive. We play like, you know, like Monopoly. I'm like, uh, I'm good. Uh, but, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like super nice, you know, like, like really nice. Like, I don't know. It was like kind of, I don't know. I was like, it's a, whatever. Uh, but anyway, so uh, hilarious. Um, we got a really intense game of Yahtzee lined up. Like it's about to be off. <laughs> It's like I'm 42, man. I got kids. I'm fucking trying to get my my, my dude. Like so, a couple of years ago, I, I didn't want to talk. All right, so uh, <laughs> what else is going on? So my uh, my therapist. I've been I've been in therapy now, which has been like very helpful. I started seeing therapy at the therapist again during the pandemic because, you know, as a comic, uh, as a comedian, it's like no matter how bad your day goes and how fucked up you are and how much you feel like things aren't going well your stand-up comedy at night is like your therapy in a lot of ways. Like you feel good. You're making people laugh. They're thanking you. You're making people cry sometimes at laughter. It's like, it's like, and you give up so much for it, relationships, money, everything. So now during the pandemic, and I'm not saying it's easier for other people, other professions, it's not, but for a comics, you don't get that. And it's, 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 it's easy for some comics to go into a depression because of it. Cause you don't, you're not getting that outlet. And I, I noticed that like, you know, I needed to kind of, you know, get that outlet and, uh, you know, just become a mental, you know, healthier mentally. So I started seeing a therapist again, uh, which has been super good. My wife's in the room, so I will, will go. It's okay. I'll go somewhere else. Okay. So <laughs> immediately just walks out of the room and goes somewhere else. So anyway. Um, Lord knows she can't watch this back later to see what you say. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just So my, my therapist is actually like attractive uh and we're just doing it on zoom and then my wife gets upset because she, she's like why don't you tell me these problems and i'm like because you're not on my insurance um 
but uh but anyway so anybody out there who uh who is thinking about mental health i would highly recommend it because i know that i'm in a much better place uh because of it um i can i can give you a tip that'll save you some money on future marriage counseling is don't talk about how attractive other women are in front of your wife like that's <laughs> that would be a good start i know I just, wanted, I just i just wanted to, i thought that was funny i thought people would be entertained by the by that, that? Like, story. so oh, when i was in vegas by the way so you know i'm there by myself and every night no matter who was in the, the room next door i could hear them fucking you hear like ah oh, ah oh, ah oh, to the point where like i want to start moaning just to like make them feel uncomfortable <laughs> um and then new year's eve i hear like i hear a woman and uh, it could, and she starts yelling, make it rain, make it yelling, make it rain, make it rain, motherfucker, make it rain. Like at three in the morning, at four in the morning, at four thirty. Finally, I was like, I got to do something about this. So I knocked on her door and this, this black woman comes in, attractive woman. She's like, can I help it? Can I help you? I'm like, uh, she's like, was I being too loud? It's a, sorry, it's his birthday. And I was like, yeah. And I just gave her two dollars. I'm like, this is too, I want to help make it rain. <laughs> and then I just heard like get back in the room. Like, like they did not find that funny at all. Like they were like pissed. The guy was pissed. She was like, Oh, thank you, honey. Like, like it didn't even, she didn't miss a beat, but uh, he was not laughing at all. Wait, was this the couple that was banging? Were these the people that were banging? Uh, Yeah. No, I think it was a different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I've actually, I actually gave I like gave her $2. It was actually a couple. So then also. There's a couple of work for the lake. What was that? They were like, make it rain. The uh, lake meat is down to record levels. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, so I'm on the treadmill, and there's two people in the gym. It's a big gym in the hotel. And I'm wearing, I noticed the other guy is wearing his mask, right? But like, he's like on like the weights. So I said to him, hey, man, do I have to wear my mask? But like, I don't want to wear my mask when I run on the treadmill. I'm, I'm 20 feet away from the guy. He's like, don't worry about it, right? I'm running five miles. I'm doing five miles a day. And the guy, this guy walks in who works at the gym and he's like, you got to wear your mask while you run. I'm just like, so then every time he like walks out of the room, I take it off, like just put it down so I can breathe. So now I'm playing like, like avoid the, like now it's one of those things where like, like I was the only one there. Like the <laughs> other guy left. Like I had to wear a mask for myself in the room while I ran five miles. I, I, I couldn't breathe that well. I mean, I could, but it was like, it was a silk mask. It was my wife's. And, uh, you know, <laughs> a silk we were like, I, like, I haven't played a game this intense, so I was hanging out with Caraway playing Scrabble. <laughs> <laughs> game is going on here. All right. Let's talk about, uh, oh, yeah, that was, uh, and, then, and then finally, like, so, um, first of all, two things. Uh, I'm on my Venmo, right? Now there's people asking for money for Venmo. Like, I don't even know. Like, like there's, like, college kids or I don't know if they're like, you know, homeless or whatever, but they're like, Hey man, do you have $5 you can give me? Uh, because you know, I got to give it to my mom or, or like, or because I want to buy my mom a present. I, I don't know who these people are. Right. But that is the laziest form of panhandling I've ever seen. Like <laughs> back, in, back in my day, like you had to go on the street. Like there was like respect in that. Yeah, like there was, a, there was an honor in being like a bum. You know, now on fucking Venmo, I, you, know, you got a juggle or something. Offer me a bottle of water or something. <laughs> no, I mean, like, look, I was driving home from Vegas and I'm filling up my gas. And this woman, she must have been in her 20s, maybe 30s. Didn't, you know, a little, not the, the, the hottest girl you've ever seen, but, like, you know, like, I don't know. It's just average, whatever. I'm trying to do brown hair, you know. She comes to me, she's like, Hey, um, she goes, excuse me. I'm like, yeah. She's like, I'm the biggest moron in the world. I'm so stupid. I have no money for gas. Do you have any extra dollars or change? And I was like, at first I said, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't have any dollars. And I go, you know what? Uh, is that your car? I saw her car. I go, I'll fill up your gas for you. You know, so I go there and I give her $20 worth of gas, right? So, but now I'm worried about getting robbed. Cause I'm like, how do I know this isn't a setup? Or right. like I, I go fill up someone's gas and then, which luckily it wasn't, but it was the same station one time where I was smart because there was a time where I go fill up my gas and I go there and it's $180 fill up my tank. I go, what the fuck? So I go to the guy at the station. He goes, yeah, you filled it up with race car fluid. 
Oh like, my I didn't god! Know that was an option. Like I just go to the. <laughs> I mean, the, my car ran amazing, but like, why is it even race car fluid? I got home in four minutes, but like, I'm like, <laughs> like that's an option. The whole time Matt was filling up his car, the gas station tents like make it rain, <laughs> make it rain. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude. Good yeah. Lord. So th this is my week, uh, by the way. So that's uh, that's what's going on. Uh, fighting. Um, I guess the next big one is uh, 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 Michael Chandler is now fighting Dan Hooker. Uh, that should be a, a good fight. Um, you know, Hooker's the favorite too, the betting favorite. Can you believe that? Uh, I cannot believe it. Um, I, I think Chandler's, I don't know why I'm picking Chandler. I like Dan Hooker a lot. Uh, I, I think that Dan's fought better guys. I mean, the Pitbull brothers are good, but Dan, aside from them, I, I got to say Dan has been in there with better competition. He hits really hard. I mean, he knocked out Gilbert Burns um, and Chandler's chin might not hold up. I don't know who I'm picking for this fight. I take that back. Sean, who are you picking? <laughs> I'm picking Chandler, man. I think Chandler reminds me a little bit of Gacy, man. Like a lot of people uh, didn't know about him coming over from World Series, you know, or whatever. But if you'd seen him fight, you knew he could really, really fight, man. And uh, there's usually that one fight adjustment. So maybe that may be a bad news for Chandler. You know, that one fight, like everybody comes to UFC. But uh, I think Chandler's one of the best couple guys in the world man i really do i don't think he i don't think he's beating khabib but i think he's right there with anybody else so we dog i'm gonna pick dan hooker i uh, i think he's he's so talented on, on the feet and a lot of people forget that dan hooker his nickname is the hangman dude he has phenomenal jujitsu his guillotine is nasty so michael chandler better think twice if he thinks about shooting in on dan hooker because you gotta really watch out for his guillotine but i understand why he's a favorite i think he was a minus 175 last time i checked so I think it's a safe bet. I like the fight. Um, and I'm still going to stand by Dan Hooker until the very end. I think he's going to win. But I was at that fight when he fought um, the Brazilian, the guy who did that crazy wheel kick. As in Barboza? Yeah. And literally everybody at Kate's side was pleading to stop that fight. Yeah, I that mean, was rough. He got the living shit being out of him. It was in Milwaukee. I was in Milwaukee for that fight. And I was front row. And, man, that was one of those fights where – it was like, please, it was like Rocky. It was like Rocky versus the Russian where they were like throwing the towel. Uh, by the way, speaking of which, uh, what's his name? I, I wrote the monologue again for the MMA Awards and uh, Dolph Lundgren did a very good job. He kicked ass. Uh, it was on CBS Sports. He did, he did a joke I wrote for him. He goes, Dana White was looking for uh, a place for Fight Island. They needed a, a, a large spot that nobody with, with nothing in it so they were going to pick Tito Ortiz's head. <laughs> and uh, they were what? Oh, they were going to pick Tito Ortiz's head. Yeah, yeah. By the way, Tito Ortiz, I don't know if you found the news. So, you know, he's like the mayor of Huntington Beach now. The city councilman. Something like that. So he goes to a food drive for COVID and doesn't wear a mask and gets kicked out of his own food drive as the mayor. <laughs> like, like the mayor got kicked out of the food drive. That he that, that he that he threw on, like it was his food drive. Um, <laughs> like, like this is only the beginning. I can't wait for these Tito Ortiz mayor. I mean, how funny is that? Like, it is like a TV show, dude. It's like it's weird because he's obviously like super like conservative Trump supporter, but he, I think he takes it like too far. I feel like he's like trying to be like this conservative republican like proud boys hero for these like conservative people like me but it's just so cringy because he's not executing it like correctly it's so bizarre like he got in a fight with some dude who like confronted him in the parking lot of like ralph's grocery store and you know they're like arguing like about whatever it was and it's just i mean all respect all respect to tito i'll vote for him if he runs for president 100 come on why <laughs> you would vote for tito for president hell yeah dude why not be in like 17 wars by like noon oh my but, god like, i mean he would, he would invade chuck liddell's house <laughs> <laughs> i think uh the bitterest thing will be who has more uh who messes up when they're talking more apparently me no uh you mess up when talk more tito or joe biden i think that'll be interesting because tito likes to say things out of tense like that guy's being racism like he just says things that are completely you know like uh, you know like uh, there's things i don't know i don't know what else to say but that was spectacularation like is that even a word like what is yeah. going on he's the best he's he's actually like uh i mean i think he's got a good heart I, I do i think he means well for the most part 
I just also think he is like the most competitive human being on the planet. Like, so like he will let nothing go. Like, if you, <laughs> like if you cross him, there's nothing that would that would stop. Like, he's just one of those dudes that like, uh, I don't know. Have you watched? By the way, have you watched the new Cobra Kai? I haven't seen, but I've only seen because of my spectacular internet. I've only seen the first three episodes of season three. I'm dying to see the rest. Um, I'm holding yeah. out that Terry Silver is going to be in it because that's the greatest movie character of all time. Maybe besides Brad Wesley in Roadhouse. But, uh, yeah, I cannot wait for Terry Silver to make an appearance. I keep telling everybody not to tell me. My cousin hit me up the other night and was like, man, can you believe Johnny and Daniel teamed up at the end of season three? I said, I really can't believe it because I'm, I'm on episode oh. two of season three. But thanks, man. Like, I fucking uh, hate that, dude. Honestly, like, yeah. I'd rather somebody tell me when I'm going to die in my life than a spoiler yeah. a fight for me. Because, like, there's nothing worse than when I used to, like, DDR a fight or, you know, TiVo a fight. And like, I'd have to work that night or I'd pay $75 for a pay-per-view and then my phone gets blown up. And even if like, they don't tell me who won, I could figure out who won by the text. Like, man, that was right. a crazy knockout. And I know if it's like Ben Askren fighting, you know, Moscow, <laughs> Anybody. It's, not, it's not fucking Askren that got the knockout. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, yeah. oh, I would, I, I went crazy. By the way, you told me one time at Crooker, one of the funniest things about that Terry Silver, that that's something that you would do is like yeah. <laughs> what? I get you still there? Yeah. What yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what just happened? I just, found out, I just found out my nat the our nanny has COVID. Uh, uh, uh so but we haven't seen her in two weeks. So she has she has been here in like a week and a half, right? Two weeks. So I think we're okay. Um so uh you're fine. COVID's not real anyways. Yeah. That's what uh, Best wishes to the COVID nerd. is very real. That 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 is not how this podcast thinks. Uh, that is Ween Dog's opinion. Yep. Not the opinion of me or the my opinion. Hundred percent. Okay. That's the problem now, man. You get in trouble for somebody else saying something. Could you imagine how like that? Like, imagine like Larry King would get in trouble for everybody who he went on his show and said stuff. It's just like crazy that yeah. you get in trouble for somebody else's opinion now. You're like, wait, yeah. so. I don't want to have a person on my show because if he says something, I get in trouble. Like, well, what about how do we know how that person feels about anything? It's just, that's, that's the worst part of cancel culture is that like, you're like, it's basically saying, okay, somebody on the Yankees test positive for steroids. So now the whole team can't play. Like, well, but yeah. fucking, <laughs> so, so the whole season's canceled because A-Rod got fucking can't, you know, it's just, anyway. Uh um, Back with Terry Silver, no, you yes. are correct on Terry Silver. Like Terry Silver in that movie is a multi-billionaire businessman who wants to get even with a teenage kid for winning a karate tournament, and he's willing to stop his business, stop everything, and make his whole life about just getting even with a seventeen-year-old karate student. And I thought that sounds exactly like something I would do if I were a billionaire. Like uh, somebody made me mad, I would shut everything down and uh, like uh, go for pure revenge. He loves every minute of it too. Like Daniel Larusso's. <laughs> He gets his knuckles to bleed and he has to like take go out of the room and laugh to himself because he's so happy over it. Like that dude, that character is so awesome, man. That is so funny. Yeah, if you're a billionaire, you're gonna go and just piss yeah. everybody off. Just to, like do the most petty things. That's like right. when like I actually over the, the vacation, there's a a series on YouTube of like who really won. And they go over like rat beefs, you know, like they have like Ja Rule versus 50 Cent. It's like a two-hour thing that I invested in this. <laughs> like, but um, but I didn't realize that. Like, I always thought with that that rap beef that Fifty Cent kind of started it, and like he kind of did. Like, like he made a song about him, but Ja Rule like straight up like jumped him. Like he went like in, in the beginning, him and Ja Rule were like squaring up, and 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 he wanted to talk to him. Fifty punched him, but Ja Rule had a bat in his hand, and then like Irv Gotti and those guys beat up Fifty Cent. Or they all like eight guys. Then they were in the recording studio like two years later, and they found out they were in the same recording studio. And Ja Rule and Irv Gotti and them turned off the lights, came into the where Fiddy and his buddy were rapping, and, and that stabbed them. And then like <laughs> and then like a year later, Fiddy sent in his car, and I guess they might have something to do with it. It was like some the guy who was funding the whole thing shot Fiddy sent nine times when he was in his car. So then when he came out and made like 30 songs about him, you're like, well, yeah, you don't fuck. I mean, anyway, uh, what, why, what, but anyway, so now it's like years later, right? 
Um, ja Rule basically got in trouble with the Fire Festival, like all this, like his career is, was kind of, it's kind of not doing very well. Fiddy's on top and Fiddy was going to like buy 500 seats to Ja Rule's concert just so it would be empty. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Genius. <laughs> like, then he realized like, it was on, then Ja Rule was like, the joke's on you. It's already going to be empty. <laughs> yeah, like. And then he posted a video of Ja Rule singing and rapping and he panted the crowd and there was nobody there except for 50 Cent going, bravo, bravo, bravo. What is up, people? How's it going? What's going on? Are we ready for some football? Well, college football heads into bowl season and there are some big matchups this weekend, right? And the NFL regular season is finishing up with the playoff picture becoming clearer. There's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust. What's that place? BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag and use that promo code CLNS50 for your 50% welcome bonus, okay? I'm talking about in the NFL, in college football, okay? Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action and don't forget to use that promo code CLNS50 to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your very first deposit. Yes. Bet online, your online sports book experts. And you got to visit our good friends and exclusive partner at, at betonline uh, underscore AG. That's at betonline underscore AG. Take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use the promo code CLNS50 for your first sign-up bonus, okay? Hashtag BetOnline. Check it out, okay? I highly, 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 highly recommend. It is awesome. I'll tell you what, man. If there's In my 44 years of life, if there's anything I've learned that holds true, and uh, I will say till the day I die, it's if anything's worth killing and dying over, it's when someone poorly rhymes words uh, about you and doesn't wish you the best. You know? like, if, uh, like if you ever hear, like I always crack up when someone's like, Hey, F this dude. I'm like, so really all you're saying is you don't hope good things happen to him. Like you're not, yeah, yeah. you're not necessarily hoping bad things happen. I just don't wish for the best for that guy. And then people are like, Oh really? F me, you know, or whatever. Like they can't like, you know, like yeah, they can't stand. I have to use abbreviations cause I'm at my mother's house. But um, yeah, it's a, uh, yeah, yeah it's, it just cracks me up when people are like, oh, wait, like I caught, uh, I don't know if you guys remember Tristan Yunker, probably not. He was a fighter uh, in the early 2000s. He beat like six different UFC guys, but like he beat Clay Guida in a minute, like all these guys, but never got his chance in the UFC. And he talked just like Kip Dynamite, like if you've ever seen Kip Dynamite on Napoleon Dynamite, that's what he sound like, but it's the toughest dude ever. And I saw two dudes rap battling one time uh, outside this club, like the night before Thanksgiving. And uh, he started wanting to rap battle with him, and he had a little bit of a lisp, and the guy said something about him having a lisp in his rap battle, and Tristan just open hand smacked him like as hard as I've ever seen anyone get slapped. And uh, the dude, the other dude's like, yeah, I bet you won't slap me, and he didn't even get the M out of me before he smacked him in the face too. And then he just kept smacking people in the face, like anybody that would try to rhyme about him and just get smacked. And like it took like four different people got slapped before they realized you probably should stop rap battling with him, you know? Because he hadn't said anything back yet, he just kept smacking him in the face. Like it was like ridiculous. Wow. And so then uh, he told him, like, they were going to try to jump him, and they were angling, like, well, yeah, come over here to the other side of the street. And I said, dude, he's going to beat you up. Don't, don't do that. And he was like, oh, listen, fellas, if we get in a fight, I'm going to punch you in the face. I'm going to slam you in the head on their concrete, and I'm going to knock both you guys out and then take your wallet. So, like, he actually told him everything was going to happen. And they went across the street, and exactly that happened. Like, one of them swung, he ducked, punched him in the face, knocked him out, picked the other dude up, slammed him, took their wallets, and walked back over in line. It was really weird. But Wow. God. I wish I had the last 20 seconds of my life back because that was a terrible story. But if you oh, no, no, man, it, it got really good. The smacking was good and then it filtered off. But yeah. listen, like, listen, I tell people all the time, you know, you write 10 jokes and three are going to work. That's, right. I mean, and that's it. That's if you're like one of the, the better comics, which means right. that means seven times you're going to eat your dick, right? <laughs> so the problem now is with this culture is that we want, all we want are punches that land. We don't want those seven times to eat your dick. So if you tell a story like that and it doesn't get the response you want, and by the way, I'm still thinking of my nanny having COVID right now. I'm not really <laughs> in <laughs> So I'm thinking of like all the meetings that I have, I'm going to have to cancel. I'm thinking oh, about the podcast. Yeah. I have to go to the dentist tomorrow because now I got to be with the, not I have to, but I had her 
from nine to one every day with the baby so I can get work done. Well, now I, now I'm, I can't bring in a, a new nanny for the, for the thing. My wife works. So my entire week now is going to be with the baby, which I love, but also we have to get tested for COVID. That's $300 out of our fucking wallet right now. I get a test right now, uh, a rapid test. So, so during that story about the slapping with the thing, my mind isn't completely there. But the point is, is that <laughs> all, all we want now are punches that land. Like, and you can't have that. You, you're going to have to have punches that miss. And same thing with jokes. The problem is that you, people want to get you fired for <laughs> punches, that, punches the ones you miss. And that's like, but that's why I realized that like, I don't tweet stuff anymore that are like too controversial or even Instagram because I don't, so I just save it for the stage, but now there's no fucking stage. So I'm saving it for Zoom. And even on Zoom now, people are coming in and going, trying to, to make sure that it's not being screen recorded or something. It's, uh, it's hard. The worst part about the whole thing is some people throw 10 punches and all 10 miss, and then they get a Showtime special. So you <laughs> oh. never know who you're friends with, how it'll work out. So. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, we Meanwhile, we have a beautiful girl who came to my show in Jersey. Uh, she fought for Invicta. She fought for Bellator. She's uh, she's very awkward in her interviews. Like her interviews are like very, very like just out there. But then in real life, she's super cool. It's like the opposite of most people who are uh, like cool in interviews and awkward in real life. But here we are. We got Deanna Bennett. Like you go on her Instagram. She's like half naked. She's with her what dog is- all the time. She's always posing in these like provocative things. <laughs> uh, Deanna, how are you? I'm good. I think it came in the right time. Yes. You yes, just sure. explained me perfectly. So thank you. No problem. <laughs> no problem. Now, are you in Colorado training? Or are you still in Jersey? What's going on? I'm in Utah right now. I'm over with my mom and I'm training what I can right now. I'm still recovering from surgery because of my last fight, but right. doing what I can. So right. <laughs> Now your last fight was against Liz Carmouche and Bellator. And I had you winning the fight, like until you got submitted. I and the, but like it was the craziest thing because obviously I think Bellator spent a lot of money on Carmouche because the announcers were like all about Carmouche is this, Carmouche is that. And I'm like, no disrespect to her, but I'm like, Deanna's got her back right now. Like Deanna's winning this fight. Uh, maybe she's not hurting her as much as like you want, but you're winning the fight. You're winning on points. I had you winning until you got submitted, but. Did you, was I, yeah. was, I was I biased? Was I, am I, am I crazy to think that? No, um, actually when I, after, cause I went to the hospital right after the fight. And when I got back, I was crutching around all depressed. And my coach was like, do you want the good news or do you want the bad news? I was like, I, at this point, I don't care. I'm drugged up and I'm in pain, whatever. I don't care. He's like, just so you know, you won the scorecards on the first and the second round. I'm like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. So, yeah, you were you were lying. I I would have won if I didn't snap my hamstring off and couldn't move. So so okay, let's talk about that. So your hamstring snapped during the fight. Yeah, the third round. It's actually if you see when she takes my back, it's because I stopped moving completely because I I did some move. I think I went for a hip switch or something, and I felt a pop and I couldn't move my hip anymore. And that's about when she jumped on my back and I couldn't do anything to defend because I couldn't move my hips at all. Uh, I, uh, yeah. So I tore my hamstring off the bone about 95%. And uh, yeah. now, <laughs> what's, the, what's the recovery like that for that? Uh, they said four to six months. Uh, it'll be three months here in a couple weeks. And I'm already doing boxing. I'm already in the gym uh, well ahead of schedule. It's a, it sucks. The first two months I was miserable. I couldn't do anything but just sit down. Well, I couldn't even sit down. I laid down because I couldn't sit down because the scar on my butt. But uh, yeah. <laughs> now, um, now, by the way, you're, you're a very attractive girl. Uh, I remember you came to the comedy club. Every, everybody was checking you out. Uh, it was everybody, like my, my uncle was like not being creepy, but he was like, I can't believe you're a fighter. I thought you were a model. Um, <laughs> But you're, but but you're always <laughs> but you're always single. Like what what's what's going yeah. on? What are, what's going on? That's a very good question. Um, I I don't know. Maybe I'm just awkward. I think it's I have a problem. You don't know those guys that they like they like the the pull the stripper off the pole types. 
like the guys that go after the bad girls and yeah like like and reform them i think i have that just with female to male like find me somebody who's a deadbeat and needs to be taken care of and that seems to be my problem i'm <laughs> right here baby yeah <laughs> well well don fry's with us don how are you I'm deadbeat and I need to be taken care of. <laughs> <laughs> well, perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, Don, Don uh, 12.30, uh, you came in 20 minutes late, but that's okay. Uh, we're here with uh, McCorkle, Wheaton Dog, and Deanna Bennett. Deanna is a former Invicta fighter, current Bellator fighter, uh, badass fighter, but she needs, she's, just, she's very lonely. I know, Don, uh, have you ever been with a guy who's like 50, been in wars? You know Don Fry is, the mustache? Yeah. Yes, I know. <laughs> uh, so, 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 Don, if you were going to try to, you know, win Deanna over, what would you do? Oh, I'd head her over to him my club and drag her by the hair back to my cave, man. Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, I don't think you're allowed to do that anymore, Don. Uh, is, anything is that what you want, sweetheart? It, uh, is, that, so is that the man <laughs> you've been waiting on? Uh, Deanna, I'm usually the one that hits people over the head and takes them back to my cave. So oh, there we go. I think. See? I mean, what do you want me to do? Send you flowers and write you poems? <laughs> no, you don't want that. <laughs> oh no, Blech. that sounds like the worst. <laughs> right. So, Deanna, you're going for like criminals and convicts and like guys in relationships. Is that what's going on? That that seems to be the the issue there. Try and <laughs> reform the people and. I yeah, it doesn't work well at all. So, oh man, she ends up with me trying to block their number and ghosting them quite badly, like run to a different state kind of thing. Like, thank goodness for the pandemic because that got me out of a bad situation. I was like, oh no, pandemic oh. hit. I can't see you again. Bye. You were every girl I hated in high school because I would like fall in love with a girl like you. I become friend zoned, and then you'd go for the biggest oh, no. asshole. And then I'd be waiting for you to be like, realize, oh, you know what? <laughs> like, he's not the one. You're the one for me. And it never happened. It never, not like the movies. It never happened. You just yeah. up- Oh, no. It's, it's not like the movies at all. Definitely. Yeah. And I know I, I know I have a problem. I'm, I'm working on it. We're, we're trying to reform here. So. Okay. Uh, now, now, Don, did you end up, I know you wanted to go see Rob Schneider on New Year's Eve. Uh, did you go see Rob? No, I went and saw the guy who killed Bin Laden. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Did you see did you see Rob on New Year's Eve? Yeah, yeah, I did. It was good seeing Rob again, you know. We um he came in, we got worried to him, he came over and we took a couple photos, we talked for about uh seven, ten minutes, you know, and he had to go. And um and we stayed for most of the most of the set, and then we left, you know, early. Nice. Because, uh, yeah. And 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 uh, and uh, Deanna, how was your experience? It was what? a great time. Nice, Deanna. What did you do on 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 New Year's? Uh, I hung out with my dog. Honestly, I was at the gym working out, and then I went and hung out with my dog, and that's the saddest New Year's ever. But that's what I did. So. <laughs> That's what, well, that's what I did. I got back. I got back by 10 30, you know, and Quinn and I just hung out. We were asleep before midnight. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we're all, it's just crazy right now. Now, um, how's your exactly. training been uh, via COVID? Are you training in like, in, in uh, Utah at uh, the, the, the uh, pit? Yeah. Uh, training in Utah right now, there's the pit and there's a couple other gyms that we kind of train at there. I mostly train with like Court McGee, is my been my main training partner like forever he's like the reason i actually am a pro fighter basically so i've been training with him i'm doing what i can like it's it's been so hard with gyms opening and gyms closing and just the waves of covid coming in with everybody like yeah it's no. been rough no everybody was mad at you because you you uh, missed weight by five pounds right yeah what, that what, was ha- awful. what, what happened <laughs> um so I was actually having a hormone problem, a legitimate health problem with that. And I thought that I could try and figure it out and outwork it. I followed what the nutritionist said to a T, was doing my workouts hard. And then it came to the water cut and the water just would not come off at all. 
I sat in a freaking hot tub for three hours and lost about 0.2 ounces. Uh-huh. And it, it was absolutely miserable. Um, I got it fixed now. We're good. Got some time to, to recorrect that. But, oh, that was embarrassing. That was like the worst moment of my life. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's my first Bellator fight. I'm waiting for this forever. And then to miss by that much, I was like, I was embarrassed by it. Like, dude, no, people, people I don't want to be that person. People were going at you on Twitter and Tinder. And I mean, and, 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 and I remember, I remember, I remember calling you up, and I'm like, just focus. I, I, I texted you. Don't worry about the rest of the people. Yeah. Were you reading the comments or no? Uh, yeah, I have that bad habit. Cause I always have my phone in my hand. My coach gets absolutely pissed at me. He's like, will you please put that down? He literally has to take it out of my hand and like throw it across the room. Cause I was like, let's see what there. I'm like, okay, well I got 20 people that call me a fat ass. So that's, that's a fun one. Um, these people said that I should go home and die. So that that's a fun one too. And uh, yeah, he's like, are you kidding me right now? I'm like, apparently I look like the stay puff marshmallow, man. That's what he said on there. And so I was like, all right, that's the quote that we're just going to go ahead and put the phone down now. So. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, now, 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 Don, you're a legendary coach. So uh, Deanna's coming off a loss, but she's a badass fighter. She's got amazing submissions. Uh, her striking's getting better. Sometimes she waits too long. She keeps her, she keeps her hand down. She's kicked in the head a couple times. Uh, but she's, she's a great, great fighter. What would you recommend to her, Don Fry? Shoot, I'd move up a weight class if you missed by five pounds. Uh, you, know, you gotta work on your hand, and uh, obviously your defense if you're getting kicked in the head. Shit. <laughs> it's been a while since I got kicked in the head. We worked on that one. We're good. I promise. <laughs> We're not letting that one happen again. <laughs> uh, now, now, uh, Deanna Don has been in two terrible relationships. His last girlfriend stole his horse. Uh, <laughs> it was in 1875. He needs to find love. What advice would you give to Don Fry? Oh, you think that I'm the one to give love advice? No, Not but I think, I think it'll be funny, though. That's why I'm, I'm saying. So, all right. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, you don't want that from me. I think he's on something with the hit them over the head and take them back to their cave. I mean, <laughs> it's proven to work for for centuries right a lot of girls like i mean it's true i mean hair pulling you can't go wrong with hair pulling right now now don was voted the most manliest man in mma uh and i i mean i would say that's true don did you did you actually uh did you know that no i wasn't aware of that but you know who else could be i mean this could be uh, reoccurring uh, yearly thing, right? Now, Don, why are why are these the new breeds like the guys that Deanna's dating? Like, why are they like such pussies? Why aren't they men like you? You know, you never cheated. You were always faithful. You were always a good guy. And same with you, Sean. What is it with this young generation of just just assholes? They're raised by women. You know, a woman can raise a boy, but she can't raise a man. It's true. Uh, Sean? One, I, I know Rocco. Rocco Ciatoli, my, my hands coach. She's the only man I know who was raised by a woman. Hmm. What about well, you? Don Fry once told me the only real men left are Russians. Um, he told me that. Uh, <laughs> and then he said some uh, real terrible things about Obama wearing a bicycle helmet. Meanwhile, Putin wears nothing. But does he wear a shirt while he rides a giant stallion? So, um yeah, so I think I think what Dan needs to do is find a Russian man um, without a criminal record to kick her in the head, and then uh, I don't know. I give up. I don't know. She's she's such a fun girl though. Like it's crazy. I honestly like she's. You know, what I think the end of your problem is I feel like you're the kind of girl that like if we went, if we went out, it would be great. We have the best time. I'd be like, oh my god, we're in love, and the next day you would just break up with me. Uh, but you wouldn't give me any reason. You would just say it's not working out. Uh, I, I gotta go. Is, that, is there truth to that? There probably is truth to that. I don't know. I get weird. I don't like to have feelings and show them to other people. So I think that's part of my problem. I start getting attached and I'm like, all right, I'm going to hold up in my cave till those are gone, vomit those out again, and we're good. So 
I could Dude, see come that. Dude, Adam Bruce and then she'd say, thank God for COVID. 300,000 old people dying. Uh, it's worth getting rid of Adam. <laughs> no, I, I get it. I understand. What, have, have you thought about maybe seeing a therapist or talking to somebody? Starting an OnlyFans oh, yeah. account? Yeah. <laughs> no one wants to see an OnlyFans account. That's for sure. Oh, believe um, me. There's about four of them in well, this call right now that would sign up for your OnlyFans account. <laughs> I, I would have to use an, an, an alias. <laughs> but but back to therapy it oh, sounds like you have uh, obviously yes. you have intimacy issues um have you, th- have you thought about talking to somebody about this um yeah i mean that probably would be a good idea i got a lot of things to cover because if you remember i was raised mormon i went to church for a long time i was actually married before that could be the, the stemming of all my problems right there <laughs> Married to a guy that like dinosaurs. Adam, like, like, life was hard. Sounds like, like Adam's trying to get you to call him and talk to him. Hey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. I, can you be my therapist? Uh, I have a therapist. I think we can go, to, we can go together. Uh, but um, yeah, there wow. You were, how, how, long, how long were you married for? Uh, 18 months, only because it took me about a year to actually get the paperwork finalized. Oh, he was. <laughs> Oh, he was a fighter, right? No, uh, I dated a fighter for five years, but I was, so I was raised LDS Mormon and I did the thing that I'm, you're supposed to do after you date somebody for a couple months, you just get married to them because that's what you do when you're Mormon. And I married him and then found out a couple months in that one, he didn't believe in dinosaurs and two, I didn't actually want to just be, uh, he was at the third <laughs> Wait, wait, hold on. I can't believe he didn't believe in Don Fry. Uh, number one. Uh, wait, and then what was it? What was the second thing? Uh, he wanted me to be a, a housewife. It was actually when I was starting to do jiu and starting yeah. to get into fighting. And he told me I had to pick the gym or him because he needed me home to make dinner for him every night. And so I said, I'm going to choose the gym. I'm out. And wow. The next day. So. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Don, that sounds worse than your marriage. <laughs> no, no, nothing was worse than mine. Trust me. <laughs> Except for the divorce. The divorce was worse. <laughs> I honestly, I, I honestly think the Don Fry marriage counselor is going to be my like, next TV show. Uh, I, I did hear that uh, when, when Deanna was putting up for her husband, she was like, thank God for SARS, or I never would really have got out of that relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. There you go. And then you, date, and then you dated a fighter for five years. How, what, what happened there? Uh, he quit fighting, and he wanted me to quit fighting. And, and I was not ready to do that. So. Oh, my God. What, what was his stance on dinosaurs? <laughs> uh, he believed in them. <laughs> okay. That's important, then. It's very important. You don't believe in dinosaurs, sir. That's where most great relationships start, a mutual belief in dinosaurs, I've heard. It's true. It's true. He actually just texted me, so it's the one I call him the dog with, so I must have felt that we were talking about it right there. So, so funny. And and then, Don, how come your marriage didn't work? What happened? Man, there's a whole laundry list of what happened wrong with that. So, uh, we don't want to get into that. I'm just it sound like I'm just whining and grinding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but hey, you got you got a new girlfriend though, right? Yeah, she's laying here right next to me, you know. And uh, she runs around, uh, grabs a toy, chases a ball. Yeah, she's <laughs> everything I need in a woman. <laughs> Ask her what her favorite dinosaur is. <laughs> What's that oh. super Tyrannic Rex? Isn't that like a super T or something like that? Probably, probably. So, so all right. So you're back training. You got a fight coming up. You think in a couple months? I'm hoping. I'm shooting for end of March, beginning of April. Just give my leg enough time to fully heal. Get back into wrestling. Getting everything in check and uh, get back in. I'm I'm dying to get back in there. So as soon as I can, hopefully. We're going to do that. Are you going to go back to New Jersey or stay in, uh, in Utah? I'm going to go back to Jersey for the fight. My coach is out in Jersey. Um, hopefully things aren't too crazy there with the COVID stuff, but 
uh, yeah, anytime I have a camp, I go back out there because I got the best coach out there and wouldn't fight without him. You train with, with uh, Mark Henry, right? No, I train with uh, Brian Wright. He's uh, at a Killer Bee Combat Sports. It's like a very small gym, just a couple of us uh, fighters there. And I'm he's amazing. Like, I love training with him. Cool. And then, Don, how far away from you from uh, getting back into the uh, gym? Yeah, I got a gym in my, in my garage. I, I pulled all the pulled all the dinosaurs out, and I got a gym there. <laughs> nice. No, but seriously, I, I, are you are you close to getting back to being able to run and stuff? No, no. I'm, right now, I'm fighting this. I nerve again. You know, and thing keeps popping back up, and then. Uh, you know, so I have a little, little small back issues and a little trouble uh, with the shoulder still. So, but yeah, I'm probably about a year away. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. And then, Sean, how's your how's your back doing? Uh, terrible, but uh, I'm not taking pain pills for it anymore, which is good. So, um, I'm going to go back to Germany as soon as the fake virus is over. We know. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna go back to Germany and uh, hopefully get Regenikin done again, uh, since Joe Rogan won't answer his messages on Twitter anymore. Uh, but I was talking to Joe, had it done in L.A., and, but they told me in Germany it's not the same in L.A., even though it's their, like, a sister affiliate uh, doctor's office. They said, well, it's not the exact same treatment, so I was trying to find out from Joe, and he gave me half an answer uh, on Twitter. So I'm trying to, uh, yeah, I would go to L.A. It's more expensive in L.A. than Germany, which is weird, right? Uh, it's more expensive to get it done there than over in Germany with the guy that originated it. But uh, as soon as I get that done, man, I should be considerably better. So. Now, at one point, you were on 30 pills a day, right? Uh, I mean, I could, yeah, it could be that high. It just depended on uh, what I was doing and how bad I was hurting, man. And, uh, it was like it was 30 oxes a like, long time, man. It was 30 oxes a day? Uh, it could be. I mean, 30. I mean, I'd taken up to 30 Percocet before in a day just to be able to walk. And uh, it was, uh, everyone thought I was like, Dead I don't smoke Like, <laughs> what happened? He said, he, Don said, that's all. Oh, yeah, that's what I thought somebody said they didn't believe in dinosaurs with that right now. Now, um, now, when you come off 30 pills a day, uh, how much is your body just fucked afterwards? Like, uh, well, it hurts so bad anyway, even when I was taking pain pills, it hurts, so it wasn't really that much of a difference. But I always weaned out on stuff, man. I wouldn't like, I wouldn't recommend anybody stop uh, taking any kind of painkillers all at once, you know, even with a doctor. Um, it's uh, it's a shame that they'll have people on pain management and they'll cut them off for one reason or another. And then just tell them, like, have fun with those withdrawals for a couple of weeks, you know. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's, um, I always find ways around stuff. I always beat the system. So the only thing I haven't found a way to beat is uh, not seeing Brendan Schaub do stand-up comedy. That's the only thing I haven't found a way around. But uh, speaking of which, Dan, what do you think about Brendan Schaub's comedy? Have you found that as great as the rest of us? <laughs> I actually have no opinion on that. I've steered clear uh, of that personally. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So listen, Deanna, I'm a big fan, obviously. I think you're a wonderful person. I think people need, I think we need more people like you. Uh, and, and I like your awkwardness, okay? Uh, no problem. Um, let me know when your next fight is. Stay healthy. Have, 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 you, have, have you gotten COVID or no? No, I haven't. Not that I know of. So I don't know how I escaped it because everyone I know has had it. So Wow. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> yeah, same, same here. Same here. What about you, Fry? You you haven't got COVID, right? No, I, I keep chasing it, but, you know, it runs away from me. I'll just say COVID wears a mask around Don Fry. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Deanna. We'll talk to you soon. Thank Bye -bye. you so much. Take care. See you guys. That was, was Deanna Bennett. Such a sweetheart. She's hot. Yeah, she's hot. I was looking at her ass the entire time on her Instagram. She like posted a picture of like her ass, like up close. She's trying why to show would, a scar on her butt cheek. Why but, would you say that right now? Like as soon as she left? Cause she but, left. <laughs> like, I, was, I was looking at her ass the whole time while you, yeah. I mean, there are things that you don't have to say that out loud. Wean dog. Jesus. Uh, I know what you're talking about too, but I think it was more like a medical thing. Like, cause I, you could see her whole ass. And then every, every comment was like about, about the, the uh, scar. Yeah. And then I felt like I should be looking at like the scar. You know, like it's one of those things where like you, you see like a picture and the person's naked in it and you're like, everyone's like, oh, this is a great art. And you're like, but the person, I can see Bush, but you have to feel like you're. Or like when a girl, like a woman posts a picture of her breastfeeding her child. It's like, I'm trying to look at that titty, even though there's a baby attached to it. I'm still trying to see that titty. 
by moving a baby's head, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> McCorkle just looks down. The best is like when you get embarrassed. When Sean gets embarrassed, it's the best. He's like, what the fuck's going on? Where did I find these people? <laughs> oh, man. I'm just embarrassed you guys believe in dinosaurs. All right, so quick. All right, quick predictions. MMA predictions for 2021. I predict. Henry Hood will come back. I think uh, I think he'll, he'll he'll win it. I think he'll beat uh, Figueroa, and I think he'll beat the thirty-five pound champ too. I don't know who that is right now. Uh, no, actually, Aljamain, I think will be will beat uh, Peter Yan at one thirty-five. I think is Jan the champ right now. Jan's they're, the champ. They're, they're gonna fight for the Peter champion. Yan is the champ at one thirty-five. Oh, he's a champ. At, okay. um, I think that Khabib will not come back. I think he will stay retired. And Colby versus Usman. Will be the fight of the year. I think Us- I think Kobe will, be, will, will beat Masvidal. I don't know who wins the rematch, him versus Usman. Um, I'm almost leaning towards Kobe because it looked so good in his last fight against Woodley. I think Stipe beats Ngannou again, and uh, John Jones. I hate to say it, but I think might get the best of Stipe. Uh, predictions, McCorkle. Pretty hard to argue with any of those, man. Like, uh, I just hope, like, I hope by the year's end, man, that something's like it can actually go to a UFC. Like, uh, I'd like to see things back to normal to some degree at any point, man. You know, like it, uh, like they got Trump out of office with the fake disease, right wing dog. Like that's all it was about. So, yep. um, that, uh, yeah, I don't know what, the, I don't know what the angle is, man, but hopefully it, uh, we get somewhat back to normal. Um, cause it's, it's just weird, man. It's creepy out here. I don't know. Uh, Don Fry, what are your MMA predictions? Oh shit! I think you're right. I think Kobe uh, will be uh, the fighter of the year. You know, um, who's the big uh, heavyweight from Africa? Um, Ngannou. Yeah, Ngannou, man. That that guy's a killer. I think he'll he'll get the belt and hold on to it tight. You know, um, nobody will come close to him because he'll he'll get his shit together and uh, just not just. Just lost a knockout win. Um, shoot, uh, I'm with you. I don't. I don't think. Um, oh shit. Uh, I don't think the Russian will come back. You know. Khabib. Khabib. Um, Khabib. Yeah, yeah. But Connor, Connor's gonna come back and he's gonna make another uh, hundred million. You know, and make some more whiskey and uh, get another couple bar fights. Wean Dog, predictions. Well, Adam, I agree with pretty much all of your predictions, but I think Francis is going to beat Stipe in their rematch. I think John Jones is going to fight Francis. I think John Jones is going to win that fight. And I think they're going to try to make the Israel Adesanya versus John Jones fight, maybe at light heavyweight, but I don't know if because John Jones said he wants to stay at heavyweight. He has no plans of going back to light heavyweight. Um, I think Dustin Poirier beats Conor McGregor. I think Poirier fights... Maybe Justin Gaethje for the belt at some point. Maybe uh, Colby Covington uh, is going to go against uh, Masvidal on the Ultimate Fighter. They're both going to coach it and then fight sometime in the year. I hope Colby fights Usman again. I think he will win the rematch. Other than that, I have no idea. Maybe uh, Amanda Nunes retires. You know, I, maybe she fights Megan Anderson and then retires afterwards. Uh, Rose Namajunas might uh, fight Whaley Zhang. She, I don't know who wins that fight, honestly, because that's a good-ass fight. But there's so much good shit that could happen this year, and I agree with Sean. It really sucks not having UFC events with without an audience or with, you know, you know what I'm saying? I really yeah. miss uh, the audience because I'm watching these old UFC fights, and it's so interesting how we've sort of become accustomed now to these fights with no audience at all. And going back and watching these fights with an, like a massive crowd, it's very – it's kind of sad, man. I very, I very uh, much miss those those days so i hope they come back soon well listen that is our podcast make sure you, you can stream my special now on ufc fight pass adam hunter throwing punches uh anything you guys want to promote ween dog uh twitch.tv slash ween dog and tiktok at the ween dog uh sean no i'm uh, suspended on facebook and i don't use twitter or instagram anymore so i'm pretty much social media list which uh leaves me with a lot of time to have to live real life and not have 
you know, uh, Terry Silver like battles with people. But, uh, <laughs> I just want to become a billionaire now and find a karate student to get some excitement back in my life. That's the, that's the direction I'm uh, headed. Don, anything you want to promote? Yeah, uh, Dan and Don's Toxic Masculinity. We'll be kicking off um, probably about the third week of uh, January. If not, then we'll be in February. Well, you know what? I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, but I listen to that one uh, on repeat. Uh, I can't <laughs> wait. Um, thank you guys so much. It was great seeing you guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank yeah, you, man. Take care, guys. Yep.